Favorite Neighbors. This is Sis. This is Squirt. Previously on My Favorite Neighbors. So okay. the three-episode rule came from the three-song rule for buying CDs. So we do the same thing for TV shows. We give TV shows three episodes because we all know that the pilot is wonky and you pilots are shot sometimes years right. before the show comes to TV. And generally by the third episode, the vision that the show is going to be has been established and you can tell if you're going to like it or not. Right. So now, shows that we that are new, because mm-hmm. we're still on new shows, that we're bored with. Okay. And I wanted to like this. Mm-hmm. I did want to like this show. What show is it? The Secret Circle. Oh, yes, yeah, so did I. I wanted to like it, not just because, well, for many reasons. It was a young kid show. I like that. It dealt with witches. Mm-hmm. I love witchcraft and kids. I just think it's very fun. Mm-hmm. It, the cast seemed really cool. When we started watching it, we realized one of the cast mer- members is from this Australian show that I watch sporadically called Just Dad Water. Mm-hmm. And, and the other cast member, the black girl, was mm-hmm. from another Cinderella story Mm -hmm. with selena gomez we just really wanted to like it and it just we don't they're stupid (laughs) (laughs) that's it it did they i mean they are some characters and i was thinking back on it because i was at a party this weekend and we were talking we were watching um and talking about scary films and flipping through them and we were talking about witch movies Mm -hmm. and i was like oh i'm a connoisseur of cheesy witch movies i love cheesy witch movies and we were talking about the craft because someone had never seen it before and i was like oh it's right up there with practical magic it is just a cheesy (laughs) and i was like why is it that i like the craft and I don't like Secret Circle. Yeah. It's because in the craft, they weren't stupid. And I'm not talking about stupid, like, oh, let's dabble in witchcraft, because, yes, that's a little bit stupid. But, like, no, actually stupid. Yeah. Like, these kids just read a book and said, we need to bind the circle. Let's do it. No one did any more research. And they had other books. Like, yeah. that was the problem. The, the main character comes in because her mother passes away, so she gets moved back to this <laughs> town in New England. And because she is nope, the... S- they're in Washington. Oh, and they're Washington. Oh, sorry, mm-hmm. Washington State. Sorry, and she is the last person that they would need to bind the circle. Now they're all going off one of the other five members' mm-hmm. books, but she, this new character whose name I forgot, and let's call her Annie. I don't mm-hmm. remember her actual name. Annie has a book, mm-hmm. and. All we've seen her do is flip through it, mm-hmm. not read it. Yeah. And so you're just like, you don't know if this is a good idea or a bad exactly. idea. And then there's nothing for us to say that, that like, the way that they, they we meet the other members of the circle, the way that they portray them in the film, mm-hmm. in the film, in the series, when we first meet them, we kind of get the idea that we can't trust them. Exactly. And so, and, and they don't really give us any reason why we should and i don't know if later on we find out that oh they need to trust them but like in the first episode we meet these characters and you kind of get the feeling she doesn't trust them and then they lurch into let's find the circle and then they do right and then and she lets like, it happen and you're like whoa didn't see that happening so fast and so then you're kind of like how are they going to get out of finding this circle exactly and um and i really haven't figured out but she hasn't managed to pick up the book that she has right to read and i was like you're just being really stupid and there's a line between because there are like certain things she likes the boy who's taken and mm-hmm. there's kind of all this other mystery and I was like oh so you're being teen stupid which I'm fine with teen stupid I'm fi- I love stupid teen mistakes and right. I watch awkward or freaking season five of Friday Night Lights labeled Julie makes bad decisions <laughs> like I don't mind watching people like do this but like when they are just actually just do not think about things I have I don't care about the character because I was like it's your own dumb fault what this show felt like to me was 
The teens have their world and their drama and they're not sharing it with anyone. Mm-hmm. The adults have their world and their drama and they're not sharing it with anyone. And then the town, which is filled with all these crazy ass people, has their own drama and then so and so and they're not sharing it with anyone, even though there are people that fit in all three of those circles. Like she didn't even talk to her grandmother. Yeah. Which you we know or be like Come up to the grandmother and be like, hey, what do you know about this kid? Do you yeah. think they're a good kid or yeah. not a good kid? They, like, talk over dinner or yeah, anything. Exactly. It, None of that. Yep, it blew my mind. And up. so I was just like, I don't trust them, and I'm a viewer. Mm-hmm. If you don't trust them or have any sort of reservation, I don't trust you. Yeah. I'm bored with it. I, I'm told it got a full season pickup, so bully for it. It's just not going to be a show that I may try to continue watch. to watch it to see if it gets any better. And I guess particularly for me, I guess the hurt of how stupid this main character is, is that I watched her on the TV show that they had on CW called Life Unexpected. Okay. But on that show, this character, the, the actress, mm-hmm. was this kind of smart character. Like, she wasn't, like, book smart. Like, mm-hmm. and they, they make a point of that. Like, but anyway, the, the concept of the show, she was adopted and wants emancipation and goes to her birth parents to say, give me emancipation and through a long series of things, she ends up getting adopted by her birth parents. Right. And But she's this kind of street smart plucky kid who questions everything Mm -hmm. because she's had to she's grown up in foster homes so you're kind of like okay so coming from this kid who is not naive Mm -hmm. to this other kid who's like okay (laughs) i'll buy in a circle with you and do that i'm kind of like what no you're a plucky smart kid (laughs) do what you did in life unexpected and be plucky and smart right and and be like why do you want me to buy in the circle and have something in your back pocket like all the time and exactly and it just wasn't it, I wanted her to be that character to be smart. The rest of the kids in the town we didn't meet yet. Like right, so. I wanted her to be a little pluckier too. Yeah, to be perfect. And I never watched Life Unexpected, but I just wanted a pluckier character. Now to that end, though, I didn't want a Buffy. Mm-mm. You don't need a Buffy, Mm-mm. but you do need plucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> plucky. All right, Terra Nova. Yeah, this is under my board with, but will continue to try. I will defend. Okay, okay, because I've only watched the first episode. Do your board with, and I will defend. (laughs) I've only watched the first episode. Mm -hmm. No, you didn't. You only watched half the first episode. Oh, that's that's true. That's true, because I was Mm -hmm. bored already. You got past the part where it started not getting boring. Okay, I... But I'm I'm willing to give it a second look because I have only watched the first episode. I haven't given it my three-episode rule (laughs) before I just write it off. Mm -hmm. But as of right now, I'm bored with it. Okay. Here's the thing with Terranova. Mm-hmm. I like Terranova. You only watch the first, like, hour of the first episode. Like, first of all, no episode on TV should be two hours it was, long. It was two hours. It was a two-hour premiere, and you only watched the first half of it. I was pleasantly surprised. And I'm prefacing this by saying I am not a huge fan of dinosaur shows. Mm-hmm. Let's just leave it at that. I wasn't a big fan of Land of the Lost. Mm-hmm. There was another one where they went, I can't even remember what it was called, like, not Sequest, but, like, all those kind of little shows like that I was never really a big, huge fan of personally because I felt they got lost in the science for me. I really don't want to know the difference between a pterodactyl and a triceratops. I mean, I know that one flies and one doesn't, but I really don't care. <laughs> like, and, and I was never that kid that really liked dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. But the thing about the show is that it's about the people mm-hmm. in the show, and they do the action-y sequences. Like, what you literally missed <laughs> was, like, when it got really excited and action-y. Yeah. 
so the context of the show is that it's the future of the yeah. world, and we have destroyed the planet Earth, like, just with pollution to the point where people have to wear gas masks whenever they leave the house. It's just a really kind of horrible place to be. We've overpopulated the world, so everybody has a two-child rule. You can't violate it. There's this family where the woman is a doctor, and the husband is a cop, and th- that's important, which is why I'm saying this. And they get a pass to go to this place called Terra Nova, which scientists have discovered. It is a world 85 million years in the past, so dinosaurs exist, but it's on a different timeline than the current the current one that they are on. So it's not the actual Earth 85 million years ago. Right. The reason why I say this is because then they can make shit up. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, there are dinosaurs that they make up, and they don't have to deal with a paleontologist yes. to figure out if this was a real dinosaur. It doesn't matter. It's not this world. Yes. So I like that. So they don't get bogged down in the true science of it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so they end up in this new world called Terra Nova, and they and they introduce in the first episode, they have, they have to defend. They've already set up a settlement, so they're not sitting there with fire and tents defending themselves against Tyrannosaurus Rex type characters characters or dinosaurs there is this like world and community that is already set up but they had they still do have to contend with mother nature as it is there right they have to contend with a broken off faction and they also have to contend with this like kind of rogue character the son of one of them who is plotting out these weird plots that we haven't really figured out yet and, the, and it goes along with that. So they're in this new world, and there are lots of new things, like made-up things, which is just kind of the fun bit. They mm-hmm. make up food. They make up tools, like as to how they use tools. They make up science. Okay. <laughs> they can. Mm-hmm. And, and so different weird, weird things happen. And it's also a little bit like Eureka in the sense that uh, the people who are sent there are can either be drafted, and you're drafted due to the fact that you have some spectacular quality about you. Mm-hmm. So the reason why the family got brought over there is because the mother, who is a doctor, is a spectacular doctor. Right. And so they're like, we need you over here. So once again, you have the top scientists, the top archaeologists, the top writers are all there. So it's like a whole bunch of geniuses. Mm-hmm. But then they are also normal people because you can go through in a lottery mm-hmm. and win. A trip right. over there creates a nice, I uh, like a nice setting for tons of drama. The the F three episodes that I've watched, I've been highly entertained. I not due to the dinosaurs though. Okay. Due to the people, like the 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 daughter is falling in love. The son is doing stupid sixteen year old son things. There are all these the the husband and wife are figuring out kind of new stuff. I like the fact that the show is diverse and it's unexplained. Mm-hmm. It's just like yes, the husband's white, the wife is like. Indian British and the kids actually look somewhat mixed and so they kind of did that right Mm -hmm. Um, and they're people of lots of different races lots of different ethnicities all Mm -hmm. in this area and they all work and do you know kind of the same thing Mm -hmm. one beef with the show is I feel that the two lead characters the husband and wife who have no chemistry Mm. and so I just don't buy that they like each other right they're not mean to each other but they're supposed to be like their love is supposed to be so everlasting to the point where like she breaks them out of prison Mm -hmm. and all this type of stuff like they're supposed to have such a strong Mm -hmm. bond Mm -hmm. that like they would do anything for each other and be really passionate about each other but I the chemistry is just not there on the screen for me so I don't buy it that's the one thing 
that gets me. Mm-hmm. But they, I mean, they do a good job of trying to fake it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it just, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the acting. I don't know if it's the way it's shot. It just doesn't come through yeah. as that they would be a couple. Yeah. And I have to say, just as a side note, because I love the show, my favorite, favorite married couple exuding chemistry and being on TV is Friday Night Lights. Thank you, Coach, Coach Taylor. Mrs. Taylor. Okay. They were spectacular. <laughs> I don't know what they did, but Connie Britton and I can't remember it's Kyle Chandler. Mm-hmm. Like I just think they just did such a great job, and they never. And I was thinking back on it, they never really sh- ever show them like having sex mm-hmm. or anything on TV. But it's just that the the way that they were shot, that they would they were always very close together. Sometimes minor touches, just random kisses, and the support that they had, you kind of knew that they were extremely passionate mm-hmm. about each other. Mm-hmm. And it's not on this show. It's like they kiss when they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Like, because like, there's this kind of one scene bit where it's kind of like they haven't been intimate for a while. Mm-hmm. And they keep trying to be intimate and things happen. And so, like, I'm just like, and that was when I realized, you guys don't have chemistry because I don't want you to be intimate. It's a little uncomfortable. My <laughs> just saying. Speaking of the Coach Taylor thing, by the way, I was talking to a coworker who liked Friday Night Lights mm-hmm. and her mom liked Friday Night Lights and they don't live near each other, but they would talk about it mm-hmm. all the time. And I guess when he won the Golden Globes, the Emmys, People's Choice, uh-huh. Emmys, Emmys uh-huh. he came up and he thanked, or he wanted to thank his TV wife. Mm-hmm. And both she and her mom both said at the same time when they were watching, I guess they were on the phone, they have to be sleeping together in real life. Like <laughs> the chemistry between yes. those two actors mm-hmm. is apparently so profound. It was so good. And so but well like done. everybody really believes <laughs> in that relationship. <laughs> it's the relationship I want. Like I right. mean, if I had to go see a shrink and they said, What would be your ideal marriage? Have you seen Friday Night Live? <laughs> have you seen the coach and Mr. That's what I want? I'm just saying. <laughs> Should be just a check off on internet dating. Which relationship do you want? Um, Friday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> don't get bored with Terra Nova. Finish watching Terra Nova. I, they, they don't get bogged down. I feel like for me, it's one of those things marketed wrong. Because as a person marketing, I feel like, oh, they're going to get bogged down in the sciencey stuff mm-hmm. and the crazy sciencey stuff and doing all this stuff. But because it's made up, they don't get bogged down in it because mm. they just make it up and they don't have to explain it okay. at all. All right. I'll go back to it. Yeah. I'm sure. Okay. Another one that I am currently bored with is The Ringer. Mm-hmm. I love Sarah Michelle Gellar. However,. This is just moving too slowly for mm-hmm. me. It really, I mean, just now, it was the last episode. Was that the fourth episode or the third episode? I don't think it's the last episode we watched. The I last episode we watch. watched, like the last five minutes, I had gone into a different room because mm-hmm. I was just playing on a computer, but I can still hear it. And fi- like the last five minutes, she does something and you turn to me and you go, it just got interesting. Yeah. And I was like, that's great. But we have now sunk three hours into this show mm-hmm. and it's not interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's it just it's just not interesting to me. Like I kind of don't care what happens to Siobhan and Amanda. What's the other kid's name? Siobhan is the is the more yeah. interesting name. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I, I really. I mean, they've set it up in that it's this very particular world mm-hmm. that has these very particular secrets, but also these very particular privileges. And I, it's not that I need to relate to it, but I just really don't care mm-hmm. and but I think it's well acted mm-hmm. for the most part it's just the story's lacking I think I told you and I just think they maybe remedied it in this episode but I think to, I told you one of my problems with it and this could deal with the pacing or the speed was the music mm-hmm. like they didn't have music like I remember distinctly in one scene where I was like there should be some really crazy racing fight music it was no sound and just the throwing of the punches mm-hmm. and stuff and I was like where's the 
like, I'm so used to that. And right. it puts me in the mood. And I feel like just this last episode we watched, did I begin to notice music? I Like, I feel like the first couple ones, they just really didn't use it or have it. And I thought it hurt it. And I wonder if part of that was, because I was telling you when I was reading the articles about this, it started out as a CBS show or a show that was sort of being made for CBS. And mm-hmm. I think CBS picked it up but then couldn't find a place for it. So then they put it back down and then CW picked it up. I think because it was a CBS show, maybe the lack of music wouldn't have been so dramatic. Mm-hmm. I think because it's on the CW, they have a little bit of a license to, I'm, I'm not going to say make it young because that's not the issue. Mm-hmm. Make it a little more interesting. Like, for things that they think might be just a little too far, they have a little bit of license to throw a few more of those in. Mm-hmm. Even though it's adults. It's all adults. There are no kids. Mm-hmm. They actually, they and they just wrote off the daughter. Yeah. So there are truly no kids in the cast. Mm-hmm. But I still think they maybe have a little potential to just sort of push it a little. I don't know. I'm, I might pick up on it every now and then, but... Maybe I'll maybe watch the one more episode after mm-hmm. the. It just got interesting, mm-hmm. but right now I'm kind of bored with it. But I I wish all of them the best. Mm-hmm. Up all night. Mm-hmm. Mad props to Christina Applegate and Will Arnett. Like both think they're hilarious. I, I love Maya Rudolph just across the board. Mm-hmm. I will watch anything that she's in. Mm-hmm. But my beef with Up All Night is a little bit of managing my expectations, mm-hmm. and I think they they think they marketed it wrong. Okay. I think they should have, and it would have been enough for a sentence to go in there, but I think they should have marketed it as a, a married couple who had their kid late in life, mm. and that everybody else has already gone through the whole baby thing, and they're just doing it. Not late in life, because mm-hmm. they're not that old, right. but later right. than everybody else in their circle mm-hmm. has had a kid, so they're like accustomed to a certain way of living mm-hmm. and i'm not saying this is a surprise baby but there's mm-hmm. custom certain way of living going out we you know spending tons of money on wine they have this whole episode where they used to club all night as, yeah. as older people um uh dressing up having fancy underwear and everything and like if you had had a kid in your 20s you wouldn't be doing that right but they're having a kid in their 30s and but instead they didn't market it that way they kind of marketed it like they were a new young couple having a kid and i was like i don't buy it mm-hmm. i just don't buy it on that premise and mm-hmm. and kid she's also a six successful this thing Christina Applegate is a very successful producer I think of a TV show and I was like you're not gonna be a successful producer of a TV show in your 20s I needed as a viewer that line that something to say yes we're older parents and we're doing this a little bit later in life and so it's a little bit harder and I think if they had spun the show on that premise it would have been funnier Mm. number one because I would have laughed harder being like yeah screw it like I if there have been a couple jokes I used to complain about my friends when they had their kids earlier about this now I understand yeah as a mom in later in my life why this is so ridiculous but they didn't spin it that way and now in so the way I'm looking at it now it's like theoretically I don't understand why they're so clueless Mm. because I feel like you're older you should know yeah you're a young person in your 20s I can see why you're so clueless about raising your kid but now you're older makes sense I haven't there's one more episode that we have on our DVR and I haven't watched it yet um but I I kind of agree with you it's okay I it's okay mm-hmm. you know it's just it's just okay but yeah I'm not so so much bored with it but I'm not in love with it mm-hmm. it's just it's a show that will be on mm-hmm. much like how I met your mother or any of the other sitcoms mm-hmm. that I don't really watch I have to say I am in a conflicted relationship with one particular show on TV. The New Girl. Okay. Okay. So you know mm-hmm. how much love I have for the Deschanel family. Yes. You know how much love I have for the Deschanel family. The New Girl 
it's just not i i'm not there i'm not i'm not getting it like the jokes i get the jokes they're Mm -hmm. just not funny to Mm. me and the situations are more uncomfortable than funny Mm. at least to me and i mean i know it got a full season pickup i know it doesn't need me to watch it to do well this well, in defense, right, we've only se- we've only seen three episodes because the World Series has been on and they haven't played it. I think that's right. Maybe we've seen four, but I it's, don't think I've it's four. been very very small. Did I miss an episode? But I think someone mentioned it early on when the um when the shows were coming out. Like the, it's almost gotten too twee. To be perfectly honest, maybe part of my issue is I know Zoe can do different comedy mm-hmm. because we've seen her do different comedy. We've seen her do older, edgier comedy. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I guess, wanted it to be not edgy, edgy, but mm-hmm. a little more edgy than what it is. Because mm-hmm. right now, it could very honestly be 15-year-old gets emancipated, and the exact same plot lines would be there. You know, like, she goes back to her boyfriend's stuff, the house to get her stuff, and mm-hmm. it's all sort of goofy. Mm-hmm. She goes on a date after not being on a date for a while, and it's all sort of goofy. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just sort of, I don't. I, I mean, I support it. I'll probably watch a few more episodes because it comes on right before Glee. Mm-hmm. But right now, I'm just I'm in a really conflicted space with it. I like it. It's just uh, across the board. I like it. I think it's entertaining and amusing. Um, I don't know. It's not like it's not like a runaway hit. It's not going to run out and tell people you need to watch this show. Yeah. I think it's a good show. I think it's funny. I think Zoe Deschanel does a good job. I think it's a little bit of I'm going to use a. Mindy Colleen. I feel like it's a little bit of sci-fi romantic comedy. It's supposed to be this person who, you know, is going to wear overalls on a date. But she has a plethora of really cute dresses that she wears <laughs> to teach it. You gotta understand why she couldn't put on one of her dresses. Like, she's really adorable clothes right. she can't figure out what she's going to wear on a date. Like, right. stuff like that. Like, it, you're kind of like, uh, that doesn't make any sense. Right. But I think she does a good job. I think part of it, I think part of what makes the show what maybe makes it different from the uncomfortableness of how to be a gentleman, because she's just as awkward, she's just as much of a woman child mm-hmm. as anyone else is, is Zoe Deschanel's playing of the character, the fact that she is constantly optimistic. Like, regardless mm-hmm. of what these guys say, like, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't wear that, you need to do this and do that. She's just like, well, I like it, so I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you think it's stupid. I'm going to watch Dirty Dancing Gazillion Half Times. I'm going to tell my stupid joke. I'm going to make my goofy Lord of the Rings reference, because... I like to. And she doesn't let anybody, like, her character That's doesn't true. let anybody tell her any different. Like, That's true. On the last episode that I watched, I don't know if you watched them too, she had to go to a wedding. Did you watch that one? No, I haven't seen that one okay, yet. Okay, so she had to go to a wedding and uh, and be someone's date at the wedding. And mm-hmm. she was like, this is my, I'll be, you know, she offered. She's like, I'll be your date at the wedding. And they were mm-hmm. like, I was like, number one, she's gorgeous. Why wouldn't you want to be a date at the wedding? Right. Because, so she's like, finally, like, okay, but you can't be you. <laughs> like, you right. have to be something you know, else. You know, something else smooth. And like, and so at one point she talks in a British accent and like, don't do that. And she's like, screw it. She continues to do it. <laughs> she wants to. Right. And, and she, and in the end, she does her, mm-hmm. you know, and it ends up being for the better of everyone. And I kind of like that. Yeah. I like that aspect of it, that there are these guys who think they're so cool. And this girl who is thinks she, who they think is so nerdy, but she's not nerdy because she's just completely true to herself. Right. And so I, I like watching that come out in the show and all of the guys begin to, I feel just black about term fall in love with her a little more because she accepts her nerdiness. And I fall in love with her as a character a little more because she just refuses to let go of that. She's sort of like a manic pixie dream girl, which is not necessarily a compliment. 
because it's she's not quirky though. She's not. She's nerdy. Well, I mean, she's okay. She's not fine. Quirky. So then, like, I feel like Amanda's Pixie Dream Girl is quirky. They decide to, you know, get almond milkshakes because they like it better than vanilla. I feel like that's quirky. She's just a dork. Like she, I mean, it's and it, she likes things. She likes. She doesn't like. She likes what she likes. She she's likes unapologetic she about liking but, what she likes. Exactly. She's like. She's like. I like Lord of the Rings. I don't care if you don't like Lord of the Rings. I'm going to have a conversation with you about Lord of the Rings. I feel like a manic pixie dream girl, like, it's kind of like, I like, I don't, I, they like weird things. because They, they go out cold. of their way to be, Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, she likes things that are unabashedly dorky. Yes. And she doesn't care that you, she's not ashamed that you think it's unabashedly dorky. Like, in one episode, she's like, I'm sorry, I have to go, I have to dress up for Galileo because it's, it's, yes. it's the so-and-so day. And you're kind of like, what? But she's like, you know what? I like teaching. I like making teaching fun for my kids, and I will wear a beard. Right. I, I, I don't think that's Manic Pixie Dream Girl-ish. You're, you're probably right. But. If you want to continue any of the conversations that we've started here, you can follow us at My Fave Neighbors on Twitter or through our blog, which is myfavoriteneighbors.blogspot.com. This is Sis. And this is Squirt. Thanks for stopping by. You'll, You'll know, know us when, when you see, see us. us.